I'm so excited for this podcast because I think it's so needed. I had the privilege of interviewing Anne Hayes, who helps teenagers who are going through a difficult time. And I think this is so needed because there's so many teenagers out there that don't feel like they belong or fit in. And there's reasons for that. And I love how Anne works with her intuition. She also experienced her own difficult times. And so she's using that experience and how she healed how to help others. She also is known as Mama G. When you listen to this episode, I think it has so much healing power, just even listening to her story. And she has so many tools and resources. So please know that in the show notes, you can find resources and follow her as well. I know as as a mother, a single mother, I'm going to have this in the back pocket moving forward with my daughter. So important to make sure that we are giving our children the resources that they need. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking so you can dive deep into this episode. Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. My name is Holly Knicken, and I'm an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a love of all things that have to do with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. I'm on a mission to bring awareness to our mental well-being and how we're all connected, how what we focus on, we attract more of that into our life, and how your energy and vibration is everything. You are way more powerful than you even know. You have the ability to heal yourself within with the right tools, mindset, nutrition, and knowledge. If you are looking to take full responsibility and create the life of your desires, you have showed up in the correct spot. My intention for this podcast is to give you the tools, resources, and stories that can inspire you, motivate you, and give you what you need in order to give you lasting change. I believe to live your fullest life, you have to clear out the garbage, which is your past difficulties you've experienced in life in order to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited that you are here with me today. So let's click that like and follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now let's get started. So excited today we have Anne Hayes on and she specializes in working with teenagers I'm going to let her just take it over and explain just like what it is she does and a little bit about your background and how you did get into this um, industry and what you do and what you love about it. And then we can go from there. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to be as succinct as possible. First of all, thank you so much, Holly, for creating this platform and having it being allowing a space for people to be able to share such inspiration and so my name is Ann Hayes. I'm also known as the Happiness Accelerator. I have a stage name as Mama G. I actually help to transform what I call troubled teens using ancient wisdom to live happy, fulfilling lives. Because I believe we all want to be happy. At the end of the day, that's what we truly want. I believe that's what true success is. And money, the relationships, and everything else that comes with it is an added bonus. And so that's my focus. And that ancient wisdom to me is really, really important. And my focus is teens. And the reason for that is, first of all, I have mentored, you know, at the past three decades, I have mentored and worked with teens in so many different capacities. And I've seen like just simple insight and knowledge that I'm sharing and how it's changed their lives. And so at some point after being a teen and then having two teens of my own, I realized that I've got something here because I was a struggling teen. I know I'm, let me just talk, I'm trying to move it around a little bit here. That's my creativity element. At any rate, as a teen, I, I had dealt with repeated sexual trauma. I had dealt with, well, some of paranormal things that I really, I'm not going to share that right now, but if you want to connect with me further, anybody who's listening, I'm willing to share. I've got nothing to hide. I dealt with a lot of paranormal stuff that I kept to myself as a child. So I, it kind of doubled up. And I was that teenager who was exhibiting all those self-destructive behaviors that was self-harming, self-deprecation, suicidal thoughts, debilitating anxiety, deep, deep depression, you name it, rage. I had all of it and I just tried to keep it all down. Well, at some point in my life, 
Well, actually, as a, as an older adult, I had been with a woman for about 23 years. We had, you know, I had birthed two children in the process. So we had, ra- you know, we were raising a family and we had two young children. She got cancer. I took care of her, passed away. A week later, I found out she had had an affair. Well, 20 years that had produced a son, the same age as our son. So that's important because I hit rock bottom. I'm Why? so sorry you went through that. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, though, that experience was the, the fertilizer for my deep, deep spiritual development, for increasing that self-awareness, for wanting to be able to seek out methods that would support me other than the mainstream medical system. Like I wanted to feel better. I wanted to be able to understand my experiences and why, how I was feeling, why I was feeling that way. So I learned an awful lot. And that's when I became, first of all, before I became that Reiki master, I had it done on me. Like I would go for Reiki sessions, polarity sessions. I was doing yoga, meditation, you name it. I was doing it, all kinds of energetic healing and work. And so I became that Reiki master trainer. I became initiated in the Litarian Institute. I became, you know, a reconnective healer, which is all energy. It's all energy. Anyways, I digress a little. So that uh, the reason I'm sharing that is because I developed so many tools along the way on my own healing journey. So just like what you're sharing now with others to support them on their journey, I use those tools first on my own teens and specifically for my teenage daughter. Because here's the deal I'm going to share. You, you've got these kids, right? They go through this traumatic experience and they seem like they're good to go. Like she lost a parent. You know, we, we changed homes, we changed towns, we changed states, you name it. There's just a lot of change in a lot of significant loss. Oh, they're good to go. They're, they're still doing their thing, getting all A's, being that great student, maybe putting on a little weight. But other than that, good to go. No, when you, when you hit that, those teenage years, when my daughter hit 14, boom, it was like somebody flipped a switch. She just went downhill and started ex- exhibiting a lot of the symptoms that I had experienced, exhibited, except she was also getting into drugs. I mean, it, it was intense. And I thought at one point that I would lose her. Yet because of what I had learned and because of the energy work, I believe I, I saved her life. And so because of that, all my experiences, I created this online academy. I call it a modern mystery school. Because like you, I believe it's not just mindset. It's not just unpacking beliefs. Sometimes it's, it's healing and, and using that as a crutch first and having somebody else help you. And then you become empowered. I think when you bring that together within a trusted community and that allows that, that free expression and authenticity, then magic happens magic. And so that's my, that's my primary program, obviously the energy sessions. And I have a couple of books, one on meditations and one I call it's kick-ass happiness, which is just basically some of what you share. What are some ways to help you to be able to step into your authentic power with grace and create the life you desire? Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that story because I know just by you sharing that you're helping so many people listening right now. And I would love if you're open to it, because I know I've heard parents, I used to work in a daycare. I used to work with children and I see parents who are very good parents. And then their teenage years, I think are the toughest. I similar to you went or your daughter went through suicide drugs. Like as soon as teenage years hit, I was one of those children that rebelled. And like, I was the sweet, innocent, shy one until teenage years. And I believe it's all the trauma we experience as a child that we don't know what to do with. As a parent, I'm a single mother too. So it's interesting that we're connecting. So because I worry about what am I doing with my child and how can I support her when she's a teenager? Because I can already see just like having a single mom is all right. Cause she come, she'll say to me, why can't we just be a family? And I'm like, we are a family, but in her eyes, looking at everybody else, a family is supposed to be a mom and dad and her. When you are a parent, how can you support your child or a teenager when they're going through these hard times? Well, first of all, being, you know, you, you dealt with early childhood. There are other 
professionals or service providers, I guess is the best word for it I'm going to use right now, who are out there, who can help, who are available to coach parents now. It's called conscious parenting. And they can be proactive to support them before they get to the teenage years. That would be the best. Of course, once they hit the teenage years, no matter what you do, those hormones are all over the place. They're trying to figure out the world, their belief systems. You know, do I still remain attached to what my parent believes or do I this mainstream agenda? There's a lot of confusion and they're looking to figure it all out. And that's why mentorship, being in a community, being supporting, knowing that they're okay. And so you're asking, how do you support them? Number one, they may need ongoing healing and, and transformation. The healing piece, I believe, is so critically important because there could be stuff that creeps up that didn't creep up before. Like someone like you, because this is how I was. I was that parent who was delving into all these programs about mindset and spirituality and Reiki. I mean, I had a healing room in my home. My kids got sick. We didn't go to the doctors. I threw them on the table flower essences, crystals, you name it, I was doing it. And, and it got to the point where, like, I remember my son saying, Ma, I really don't want to go to the hospital. He like, he, he needed stitches at one point. And he was fearful of the hospital because of the experience with his other mother who had passed. So okay. he didn't have, and I said, okay, I'm going to do this for you now. I'm giving you a half hour. And it was like a miracle. And I did that twice with my son. And so they, they see it and they recognize it. Like I would put them over the bowl and I would put essential, like the gut stuffed up. I would put the, it was, what was it? Eucalyptus and peppermint, steam the water, you know, put that in there. Then they put the towel over the head, get them a box of tissues. And I'm saying, listen, this is just temporary. We got to deal with whatever's underneath there. Right. Because that congestion is great. So all of that, me doing my own workshops in the house, I actually got them to do their own workshop around gut health and healthy foods and, and gluten. And it helped them to have spending money when we ended up spending, you know, a month in Mexico, just for the heck of it. You know, yeah. in Mexico. So they, they've just had a very varied experience. So I think that number one, being proactive, uh, exposing them to those modalities now they were even doing yoga then once the teenage years hit really getting a community to be part of a community that's there to support your teenage other teens other parents who I'm, I call them legacy driven parents these are not your average parents these are parents who may be struggling with your teen there may be communication problems just because you're in the middle of it it doesn't mean you're a bad parent it's just that stuff is blowing up and coming to the surface. And so having a community to put it all in perspective and helping the teen, especially to reframe the experience and helping them to heal and then unpack those beliefs, they have to have the information and the knowledge, that, if, right. that self-awareness. So it's, it's kind of like, I liken it to like, for example, if you go to the hospital, right? Let's say you have, I don't know, you, you get your knee operated on, right? Good, you go home. You've got to do some therapy. There's a recovery phase, right? You've got to go through physical therapy. How are you going to think, do, do things differently now? You may have to work out. It's the same thing when you heal on a mental, emotional, spiritual level as well. Like right. you've got to have some guidance along the way. What do I do now during this recovery period? Otherwise, I call it like you, you become misaligned again. It's kind of like those same patterns come in. It's like that gutter ball. I use the gutter ball analogy. You know, the, when those thought, those neural pathways are so such deep grooves, like you've got to atrophy those. So you need support to do that because especially someone like you and me and other teens who've been through these repeated traumatic events ongoing for years, that's some deep, deep recessed gutter ball alleys. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So you need support. You need healing support. And the community, the mentorship, the healing, all of it is really, really important. Yeah. I And I like how you said you were doing it for you and then just showing your children the same. Like I, I do the exact same thing. I'd had Reiki done on me, I think for five or six years before I'm like, okay, this is enough. Enough is enough. I need to like do like learn how to do it for myself. And I don't understand why people don't know about this. 
I use the analogy of like, do you have a shower every day? Well, why aren't we cleaning our energy? Because our energy goes Mm. with us, right? We have a shower every day. We clean our house. Why aren't we cleaning our body out and the energy field? And first of all, I think it's getting others to understand that there is an energy field. And then secondly, like you said, when you present it that way, with that knowledge, it's like, aha, okay. And that's why it's important, like you and me and others, to show up and share this information because people are looking for it. You know, it's kind of like, let me do my thing and do, and then do the reach back. Who's next? And then they do the reach back and they teach somebody else. And that's the beauty of this whole divine design, I believe. Like, it's just a big game. The one thing that I have learned is like, and I, at the start, it was very hard for my mind to comprehend, but my slogan is like, once you heal, you will be able to help others heal, which will then heal the world. And at the start of my healing journey, I'm like, this makes no sense. I'm only helping myself. But since I've been on my healing journey, which has been like nine years, I have actually seen the shift in not just my life, but the people around me. Yes. And that's the power of it. Once you understand that, like, because you mentioned we are one, I actually have a tattoo that I was intuitively guided to share. Intuitively guided. Ah, yeah. Put on my back. We are one. Right. We are one. And so if we are, if we make a change and we're operating at a high vibrational frequency, that generates a resonance that automatically people around us who may be in those lower vibrational frequencies they're going to resonate to those higher frequencies. They may not stay there if they're not within our environment, but that's what happened. It's like tuning forks, you know, and to me, it's absolutely amazing. So just by you and me working on ourselves, we're generating amazing reverberating change that you may not see on the 3D physical plane. Uh, shoot, is it powerful? Right. Because I, I, yeah, I've noticed it in people, either people have left my life and it, there was no like hard feelings or anything. We just, we aren't, aren't communicating or anything or people are, st- I can't tell you the man of people that I don't even coach or anything, but are around in my atmosphere that are now doing their own therapy or going to see Reiki healers. And I'm just like, wow, even though they're not coming to see me, I know like it's made a difference. And I love that perspective because I believe it. one of the dangers, I don't believe there's any real danger, but (laughs) there's such a focus on the money piece. To me, I value money. I value money as an energy. I value money as a tool and a resource that allows me to live the best life I can possibly live as a creation of, of, of the divine. And I can do more with it. As long as it's balanced and it's not like an attachment, I think at some level there are certain business owners and entrepreneurs and even in the spiritual realms who are attached to the money. And I know what sometimes I am, you know what I'm saying? So it's like back up because love is the greatest currency. Right. You know, so I could love if I can love money for what it does to enrich my life and enrich others and serve and help to heal and transform, then we're good to go. But if mother, if money disappears overnight, okay, I think I can make that transition maybe. However, if love is always going to be in the mix. Right. Love is always going to be in the mix. Yeah. So, but like I said, if, they, if you, I guess the point I was trying to make is that if you're making that difference by simply healing yourself, think about the value in that. Right. It's priceless. It really is. The fact that people are on the healing journey, it gets me really exciting because there's so much change that can happen in their life. And then it's a ripple effect. It really is a ripple effect. Oh, we are one, right? Yeah. Okay. So you talked about being guided and I know you talked about you, Mama G, and you make music and a beat. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I absolutely love talking anything spirits and being guided. So I'd love to dive into that. Oh, absolutely. First of all, the partner that um, that I had, she's been she passed away 13 years ago. She is around me all the time. I'm going to focus specifically on this young teenage boy. Everett Barnes is his name. And interestingly enough, just as a quick digression, my father was born in Everett, Massachusetts, in the States. So there's so many synchronicities with his name. Yet I taught in the juvenile um, correctional system like two, three decades ago, 
And this this 14 year old boy of color, teen of color, and I, and I need to mention this because this is important, was committed for selling drugs in his neighborhood. So he was in what is known as a semi-secure facility. And I was the teacher in that facility. So he was there for 18 months. I got to know him very, very well during that time. Intelligent, humorous, funny, handsome, kind, athletic. I mean, he was going places. He graduated the program that got them out of the ghetto, out of the city. It was literally just, I want to say five miles outside of the city. This is the a greater metropolitan Boston area. And he was in a community that was predominantly, I, I just say white, white. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first challenge. And then of course, his dad is in jail and he's with his mother and his, I think it's one sibling. And they're struggling. They're struggling financially. So he says, what is he going to do? I'm the man in the house now. I want to be able to support my family. He goes back to that same corner, starts selling drugs again. You cannot do that. That's a code. That you just don't do that. So he was shot and killed. And I didn't know about it because I had left the program due to ethical. I was a small time whistleblower. That's another story within a story. Anyway, I found out two years later, <laughs> I'm telling you, two years later. And I said, wow, you know, wow, that's so fascinating. Yet it wasn't until my partner had passed and I had found out a week later about her affair that I just dove deep. And you know, when you dive deep, you rise high, right? And that's when I had spiritual gifts before, mm-hmm. you know, as a child, yet they just amplified at that point. It was like, here's the, here's the soil, here's the, you know, the, the horse manure, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, the crap that is fertilizing all this amazing stuff. So all of a sudden I start doing all the creative stuff I was doing before I went into teaching. And I was writing poetry again. I was writing, you know, songs and I was, and then it became hip hop poetry. And then all of a sudden one night I had spent three months channeling something. I was just writing, writing, writing constantly. And it was all about the negative agendas on the planet. It was kind of like, Oh, okay. Is this real? I go YouTube. And anyways, Right after that time period, he came to me. And you know, it's just the knowingness because I didn't visually see anything. It was in my third eye. Right. And it was a presence. And it was, it was in the evening. I want to say it was about 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And all of a sudden, it was him. And he just said, listen, this is the deal. This is why you're being channeled this information. This is, this is what you are going to do. This is your purpose on the planet. This is why you're doing it. And the number one purpose he had for me is that you are going to help to change the current music scene in the States because it reverberates globally. Anyways, without giving all the details, essentially through rap, through beats, and of course it's transformed over time. This was about eight years ago. So we wrote a poem together first that night and I was doing my automatic writing and we just cried like babies. And the one thing I remember he said, we need you to help make body bags with those body tags in the ghetto, a thing of the past. And then, of course, that's a whole book in and of itself. And so I was like, wow. And so right away, all of a sudden, and then within a month, all of a sudden, I got the, the, the knowingness or the, the message to say, mm, you need to start using some beats. Where do I get the beats? I, I, don't, I don't have the money for beats right now. I literally got these initials, TJ. I'm like, okay. I go on my computer. I kid you not. I type in TJ. All of a sudden, TJ Beats pops up. Boom, Beats. So I'm looking. I'm like, okay, TJ Beats. It's, it's some no-name out in Central California. And yet, I was, I'm able to buy these beats. I'm writing all these songs. I was writing like three songs a week. I put them on band powerful stuff and it's not out there right now because I got a little that's a whole nother story I got a little scared because of the stuff I was sharing at any rate he's still with me today and it has morphed into motivational messages for teens and others over kind of like a chill smooth beat it could be a trap beat as long as it's chill for me it has the right frequency harmonics you know, so that, you know, it's the attention, intention to my tonality, my delivery to actually help to raise the vibrational frequency of the listener. And so right. there's 
you know this power in sound. Everything is sound. Reiki is sound. And so that's essentially my mission. In fact, we just wrote one, updated. We did a song and then we updated again. It's called Beyond the Via. And so what I have, I literally have voice memos because I don't have that producer and that team that's coming yet, yet I know they're coming. Right. I know the names of the albums and everything. I, I got it all. And so he says, just, just throw all this stuff on SoundCloud. It doesn't have to be perfect. But the messages, the way it flows, like I'm guided to the beats. Like, okay, is this the one? Yep. What, what's the title? Okay, boom. And then it's just like within an hour, I've got it written. Like, boom, there's the beat. There's the, there are the lyrics and boom. What I find, I know when I'm guided and channeling, like when I say channeling, getting downloads, I have to be connected to spirit and everything flows so smoothly. When I am not connected, it is a struggle and it feels like I'm just like pounding through a wall. However, when I'm connected with spirit, it's just so easy. That's the thing. It is, and, and, and the thing is, it's practice, right? Looking at, at that external world and those external circumstances and realizing that we're like 90, 95% spiritual, right? So right. like you said, if we can tap into that, the flow, I'm telling you, the ability to manifest and just have that proper perspective to feel happy and feel good no matter what is going on, that's, that's the beauty of life. When you can get to that point, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's ultimately what everyone wants to be able to do. No matter how much money you got in the bank account, no matter where you love, whether you, whether you live, whether you have a soulmate or not, can you be happy and can you feel good? Right? That, that's what it is for me. Right. And I, tr- I honestly truly believe in that because I'm pretty sure I did a quote or did a podcast around it. And I used to say my number one thing was I just want to be happy. And I, at that time in my life, I wasn't happy. And I'm like, it, and I see so many people and their frame of mind is like, oh, but I'll just be happy when I get this, or I'll just be happy when I get the house, or I'll just be happy when I get married, or I'll just be happy when I get a new career. And it's like, they get these things and then they're just seeking something else. And it's like, you have to be grateful and happy now for what you have now so that you can appreciate those other things that you want. Hi everyone. I just wanted to stop in here for a quick moment and just let you know about my free community on Facebook. If you're not already a part of it, I'll leave the link in the show notes and it's called the intuitive healing community. It's a group where I like to share tools, resources, and information to help you on your healing journey, to help you heal past wounds, childhood trauma, and release any limiting beliefs or blockages that you might still hold on to, to be able to create that life that you desire, to also connect the body, mind, and soul together to have that more expansive healing journey, and also to connect you to the spiritual side of things with the universe, guides, and angels as well. If you feel compelled, I'd love to have you join this free group. There's so much value just for free. So come on over. I can't wait to see you there. It's been practiced again and again, because it's truly all about letting go, isn't it? Of that attachment. And it takes practice. And that's why to have coaches like you and mentors and a program and tools and strategy makes all the difference in the world. I mean, there's so much out there. It's just being able to share it so others can utilize it. And it's, and it's doing it in a way, you know, cause we're bringing this in and yet there's this distraction from the mainstream medical system and the way things have done, even within psychology or psychotherapy. So I know, and I don't know if I, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. I'm going to say, no, I feel like I can say it. I live in Florida <laughs> and I knew a lot of people who would doing this really powerful healing work on a, on a big level. And I've lost a couple of friends who were coming out and talking about, this is how you can deal with these symptoms. We're going to share this natural way of doing it and this natural product. And they're not here anymore, you know? So it was me and that, that was part of my fear. You talk about confronting fears like learning to be powerful and tap into your divinity and your power. We're all like superhumans. Like, 
You can't right. touch me, right? Yet going through that experience and because I've been through, I would say I've been aggressively approached. Right. For, you know, so, so well, that's, because- yeah. If ever, what I believe, um, if we actually, if most, if 80% or more people knew actually how powerful they were and actually knew that you can heal the body yourself and you just need the right tools and mentors and stuff, we wouldn't be able to be controlled the way that society society is controlled right now. Absolutely. And I love that you just said that. And the key is just it's that journey of slowly overcoming those fears. It's so critically important to stepping into saying it doesn't matter how ominous. There's really no enemy. <laughs> there's right. no yeah. real enemy. It just appears that way. And, and recognizing that we attract these experiences, like especially if we've been through trauma, we're going to attract those kind of fears because we have that deep-seated fear. But once we start to heal it, and access our power. Like, you know, I, last year I stopped attack dogs, you know, I was like, at first I wanted to go the other way. And I said to my sister, wait a minute, we have the power. I literally held my hand up and I said, please just calm down. We mean no harm. We want to pass. I'm not kidding you. I felt the energy and almost instantly these three dogs put their heads down. They were quiet. And they slowly walked back into the yard and we went on a merry way. Yeah. But you know how it took me years to get to that point. Yeah. It's very interesting that we're talking about this because I'm in a program right now of developing my um, mediumship abilities. And I knew since taking Reiki, I know that my psychic abilities have evolved and come out. And then I was having clairvoyance. I've had a couple clairvoyance experiences and I'm like, oh my goodness, if I could just tap into this. And last night we were talking about how, even though it might not have happened in this lifetime, but how witchcraft was deemed so evil and they were killing women over it years and years and years ago. And that's why there's so much fear. Even though we might not know it now and we're like, oh yeah, we're safe. That doesn't make any sense. But people are afraid to bring out their gifts because in society, it's not normal. You're seen or deemed crazy. Absolutely. And it's interesting. I I actually live in Salem, Massachusetts. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with Salem, Massachusetts. It's it's known for their witchcraft trials back in the 16th century or the 17th century. Anyways, the 1600s. And there was a big witchcraft hysteria and they actually put 19 people to death. And there was this, what developed was the sister wound is you had other people accusing others. They were outing them so that they wouldn't get the focus put on them. So it was just a very interesting period in the United States at that time during the colonial era where so many people were accused of witchcraft. And, you know, you, you know, so there's, there's, there's both sides, you know, there's those who use it for evil in, in negative intentions. And there are those who use it for positive intentions. Of course, the same thing that happens on the planet is those who believe they are in control of the planet or wanting to try to control the planet will invert anything that's positive and make it appear as though it's a negative. And so you're right with these special abilities and skills that are making us more powerful it, it's kind of like, okay, let's let's label it or identify it in this way so it seems scary and evil. And it, you know, like I still have friends who, when I talk about Reiki, they're like, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, well, show me the evidence, or I'm not sure, but science can already prove that everything's energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course, it's not. It's still not taught mainstream public schools. It is no. not. And there, I, I truly believe there's a reason for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's us as a people, like it really is the power is within us, right? To be able to say, okay, we're going to teach this. So that's one of the reasons I have this online academy. I'm going to teach these teens what I believe, what they're not being taught to kind of break, break them free of the institutionalization. And the great thing is I've been a teacher in the system. Right. I've been a teacher in DYS, DSS. I've been in and around it. 
So I've had the opportunity to do a lot of research and understand how it is on the inside. And now I'm like, I would say, okay, I'm leaving teaching, but I'm coming back to the back door. Right. I'm coming back to the back door. Yeah. Um, I used to, I used to work with children in daycares and I used to work in the, in the school industry. And I, I just, I had to leave because I, I just don't agree. I would love to teach people, but what I want to teach, not what I'm told that is supposed to be taught. Cause there's a lot of things I don't agree with in the school system. And so I believe they're not teaching us the things that we actually need in life. Like, 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 like I've got a spelling, like, I, I forget, I came up with different names. I have a whole curriculum that I've put together, you know, like, like that includes numerology and astrology and, and just to give them some, you know, quantum mechanics, obviously, and, and all that subconscious programming, universal laws, and even the spelling, you know, I'm really specific about what kind of spelling we're going to do because spell it right to spell Yes. You're creating spells. I want good spells, good witch spells. And so it's eventually part of my vision is to have schools, and I'm not quite sure how they're going to look if they're all going to be online, but to actually, I don't want to use the word franchise because that's not how it's coming to me. Yet to have these centers, they may be physical part of them or not. And like crystal triangular, you know, buildings. And it's like a commune. I mean, that's that's kind of more and more in the future. For now, I also I see a retreat center where, you know, for three weeks through angel investors and sponsors, where teen, probably teen girls and the single moms come, we do the real heavy, intense healing and transformation. And then there's a music studio, there's a dance studio, we create, that's like the other program we create, and then Every year we're doing theater productions to help uplift the vibrational frequency. This is positive stuff, guiding them to write in a way that's positive and uplifting and sending loving, harmonious messages out into the world with the proper intention and the intonation, the delivery, that everything, right? right. Offset what's going on. Yeah, that's so, I could talk all day about this stuff. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. I also have a question because I believe one thing, because I know we're talking about teenagers, but even just going back to like children, I see it because I worked with, um, I was an EA, which we work with um, children with difficulties. However, I truly believe that these children that are coming with difficulties are actually here to teach us something. However, they are trying, the school system is trying to control them because they're not fitting into their box. And so this is where I had a hard time. And you had mentioned about um, star seeds. So do you want to talk a little bit about what that, what is a star seed? What does that mean? And just explain that a little bit. Well, first of all, this is my belief. And I, I just want to preface this with, I don't hold a patent on truth. This is the belief that I have at this point in my reality is that we have different waves of people who've incarnated onto the planet with specific DNA codes that have already been activated so that these special skills, they come into with these skills. Whereas someone like me, I'm older. So I, I, I had to kind of be retrofitted, so to speak. So I came in with skills and special abilities, but those also have been enhanced and developed over time. So my DNA has been tweaked, updated, and then integrated. Same thing with you and with others. You're, you're probably a lot younger than me, so you, you're probably a different wave. I believe I'm part of that second wave of way showers, which is why I'm here for those younger generations. And like you said, Right now, I believe that every single child being incarnated onto the planet right now is already fully activated with these special skills. And like you said, there's an attempt to try to suppress these skills. In fact, in the United States, there was a program that was instituted, it's been a while now, known as Universal Pre-K, which sounds great because working parents want to be able to have somewhere where they can send their kids. So four years old, five years, you don't have to pay for it. It's called Universal Pre-K. Really? Anyways, really? And everyone's like, wow, this is great. Now I can send my kid to school at four full time and not have to pay for it because I want to work. And you, you know what I'm saying? That right. whole cycle, you're on the, on the hamster wheel. So the star seeds, 
first of all, I believe that there's a certain percent. I, I, I kind of believe it's that all of us are from the stars. Like right. there's a whole galactic history that is not shared in schools. Like we have a history beyond the history of the planet and the history of the earth, but it's not taught. I mean, we think that this experience is like this. You know, we can look out. There are stars. There are solar systems. There's a universe. There are multiverses. You know, there's a ga- there are galaxies. This we know yet we're not. Ta- How are we to think that there's no history in our galaxy or other galaxies? So there is a history, and so I believe that probably all of us are from the stars. Yet there's a difference between star seeds and activated star seeds. Activated means that that dormant DNA has already been activated. And so these children coming in have these special abilities. They may be psychic. They may see colors. They may see auras, have telepathic communication. They're experiencing um, connection with light beings or extraterrestrial beings of a higher consciousness who are here to help us to elevate and to guide us if we choose. They're coming in with these special ability to bring in light codes and information and making these draw. I mean, this stuff is out there and these kids are real because some of them are showing up to me. And yet they go to school and what are be, they're being taught? They know they can communicate telepathically, but they're being told, okay, you got to write this down. You got to do it this way. You know, you got to type it all out, you know, and it's very structured and, so these, right. when I say star seeds, there's a star seed lineage. These kids come in with the knowingness and they don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. because mainstream society, like you said, is trying to suppress it. And so what happens when, as you know, when, whenever we suppress who we authentically truly are and we don't express it, we become anxious and depressed. Of course. And, and so that's what's happening with a lot of these, with, with a lot of the teens and our young people and even the children, because they're not allowed to express themselves authentically the way they were divinely designed to express themselves, which is why it's so critically important to have these communities and these programs and this mentorship where they, they can learn about energy and astrology and cosmology and numerology. And guess what? Yeah, everything is energy. So even a flower, words that people speak, like, it, you know, oh. rubbing hands together, you can feel that transmutation right there. So this, if this were taught at a young age, imagine the difference that would make for that child, that teen or that young adult. It's happening more, which is the great, the, the great news. Yet, like you said, it's been suppressed. That, yeah, suppressed. That star seed, they are seeded from the stars, yes. superstars. And I, that's what I had. I had to leave the school system because, because one, a lot of people in the school systems haven't healed their own trauma, and they're passing their trauma onto these children. And I watched. A lot. If you can't fully express yourself authentically, you won't allow a child to fully express themselves authentically. And so it's very hard in that environment to do. So I was like, I, and I, I think I was guided, like COVID came along and yes, at the time it felt like my life had fallen apart. I lost all my, my income. I had no job now. And however, it was the best benefit for me looking at it now because it forced me to start my own business. It forced me to like, be like, holy shit, I need to find something else. And I was, I'd become comfortable in the environment that I was in. And I knew that's not what I wanted to do. However, I wasn't pushing myself to start the business because I was in fear of what if it doesn't work? What if I'm not good enough? What if, what if, however, when it was all taken away, it was like, shit, I need to find something. That transitional phase, which can be so challenging. I, I look at it like this way, like, you know, the tarot cards and they have the upside down tower. Yes. Like I was like you at, at one point when it was forced upon me, I was told either you make the change or it's going to be forced upon you. And guess what? It was forced upon me. Yes. At least it felt that way. And now I'm at the point where, you know, I am going to decide to make that change. Yeah, I do. I do believe that there's been times in my life where I've asked for change 
And I believe the universe has given me the opportunity, but I chose fear instead. And then the universe is like, well, then I'm going to force you. Right. 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 And so it's the, the hard thing is the surrendering. But I mean, if you would surrender, it makes it so much easier. However, we get in our own way. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you when I I feel like I'm seasoned and I've been on this journey for a while and I've had a lot of practice of letting go. This past year was a biggie for me is since my initial like rock bottom, because I, I, I knew I was going to end up in Italy, but it wasn't on my timeline. Mm. It didn't feel like it was like, no, if you want this to happen, this is how it needs to happen. It was like a time loop. And I understand exactly. I had the awareness and yet it wasn't enough for me. I still grieved the change. And so I know that I don't think it's going to happen at this, this way again. I think this is the last huge transformational leap. I think there'll be a lot of ongoing transformation. Yet I feel like it's almost like, okay, Ian, you now graduated like with a PhD. Right. And and letting go. And so, so what could you, if someone's having a hard time letting go, what could you, what kind of advice would you give them right now? Oh, wow. Okay. I would say make sure that you are in a community that there's mentorship and that has to be the right community. In other words, if you're making a major change, change, okay, maybe it's in a business community where somebody is teaching you entrepreneurial skills, yet it's also equally important that you have that life coach, that life coach, that transformational coach, somebody who knows how to heal and unpack those beliefs. So you're going through that journey together because if you're left to your own devices, your thoughts just revert back, like you say, to past experiences where it just didn't feel good and you don't want that again, right? Yet if you have somebody to help you reframe it and you're in that community and you have that guidance with someone who's been there before, it makes all the difference because that's what's made the difference for me because I've said, yeah, I agree. I I feel like even sometimes I will message my coach or my spiritual healer and be like, I am struggling in this. And they will just even them talking me through it. I'm like, okay, yes, that makes so much sense because we put ourselves in this box and they can see, even though like, even though I'm on the healing journey and I teach this stuff, I even have my blinders on at times and they can show me other different perspectives on how to look at a situation. I'm like, I didn't even think of that. And that makes so much sense. And it's, it's just knowing that you have that support and you're not doing it alone. That's the thing. And the thing I'm going to tell you, like, it doesn't matter how far along you're on that. You believe you're on that spiritual journey or that transformational journey. As you've mentioned, we're always transforming. We're always evolving. And I have realized on my journey that there are people who are super successful, top echelons of society, you know, monthly millionaires, billionaires, IPOs. And like you said, they have their own fears. They have their own self-doubts. They're continuing to try to level up in their own life. And they have coaches. I met this woman who was a confidence coach for Oprah Winfrey. And I was like, wow, she has a confidence coach? And I think I can say this because I'm not mentioning this other woman's name. So I think I'm good to go there. Yeah. Because I'm assuming she signed an NDA. But I was like, what? She goes, yeah. So it's just, you realize we're all human. This is right. just part of the journey. So we all, it's so helpful when we have that mentorship and that guidance. And for me within a community, even better, because you know that there are others there to help help hold you accountable and that are going through it with you. Like it reminds you, okay, it's not just me. Right. And yeah, it's powerful community. Yeah. And well, I truly believe the best healing is in a, in a community. I used to try, I just spent years doing it by like pretty much by like, not by myself, but I would do it as cheaply as possible. Or I was always worried about money and however, it's the best investment. And I swear I will never go without another like spiritual coach or any type of that kind of support because it has helped me grow and expand so much. And it's just like, we need that as humans. We need to be connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. We just, 
That's it. Community. It's ongoing. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I could speak all day, but I am going to stop it there. Where can people find you and what tools do you have available? Um, Do you like have a Facebook group or just let us know and we can share it in our show notes. Absolutely. So I have a website, kickasshappiness.com where you can pretty much find everything is centralized. I also have a Facebook group for parents supporting your teen's happiness. And I also have a teen group that I just started. So we're looking to build that. It's, it's teen seeking support. So if there are teens out there who are interested, uh, but right now it's primarily the parents. So there's a lot of support and content in there and weekly lives. I also have a free case study, a video with, a, it's like a training video that shares exactly why we're successful in what we do with Kick-Ass Happiness. So they can find that right on the website. As soon as you pop on, there it is. Of course, there's always other, a bunch of other free stuff and that they can access. You know, if they just get in that community, they'll have access to it. So, oh, okay, yeah. wow. We'll leave all that. Is there anything else, that, like one last comment or anything that you would like to share that we might not have touched on today? I'm just going to say something that I want to share with anybody who's listening, especially a parent that is, is struggling with their team right now, is that as a reminder, absolutely everything that happens in the life, your life as a parent and in the life of your team is contributing to yours and your team's evolution. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along. I would love to hear what you have found most valuable in today's episode. Please leave a review here on the podcast so that I can keep sharing these amazing tools and knowledge that I pick up along the way on my healing journey. If you are not already following me on social media, join me there where I share my daily life and inspiration throughout the day by following me on Instagram or Facebook. I love each and every single one of you, and I believe we all have the power and the ability to heal. I can't wait to connect with you and hear how your healing journey is going. Maybe Make sure to go out there and spread some loving kindness all the throughout the day. Love you amazing. all. Likewise. Absolutely likewise, my friend. I love that you're showing up.